It's a dreadful call and Chelsea could be in here with Goff who goes for goal and scores! Finds the back of the net! Henri! What a goal! Inspiration for Arsenal from Thierry Henri! Miller, lovely cushion header for The Ghost Goal Podcast. Week 12 of the Premier League is upon us. Manchester City and Liverpool beckon. We've got another huge clash in the Premier League with Leicester taking on Arsenal, Crystal Palace taking on Chelsea. It's going to be a great weekend of soccer. In the Premier League, welcome to the Ghost Goal Podcast. I'm Andrew Pissarro. we got Alex Moss and Javier Revelo along for the ride. Uh, nice little midweek of Champions League and Europa League. The very surprising Arsenal playing football on a Wednesday. At 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I missed it. I, I literally, I thought it was at like 3 and I just was like, oh yeah, I'll, 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 I'll check around noon. And I checked around like 12.30 and I'd already missed the game. Yeah, it started apparently at 11 and... When I checked around twelve thirty, when I knew the Europa slash Champions League games start usually at one, and I'd already missed the game, I was like, "All right, well, I guess I'm not watching them." It was a shit show anyway, so kind of happy, uh, kind of happy I did. Yeah, well, I mean, for very different reasons, I missed the greatest game of the week from my own team because yeah, I was able to watch. To be fair, I, I I have to get paid, so you know, I'm not really crying about it, but you know, it would have been nice to be able to watch it, but. Um, that's, uh, that's one of, one of the many reasons that, uh, Andrew and I don't, uh, don't make the pod sometimes. So we, uh, we've all had to make those sacrifices in, uh, it happens. I only got, I only got to watch half of the Liverpool's game versus Genk because, uh, like I was in the office and then people were talking to me about Instagram stuff. And like, next thing I know is having like a huge conversation about Instagram strategies. And it's like, oh, uh, well the game's on, but, uh, I have to do my job right. here, so it happens. It happens, but I mean, nothing, nothing big happened our, in our game. To be honest, like we we handled our business. Gank did score on us, but um, we we rotated pretty heavily. James Milner started a left back, but nothing, nothing like the Chelsea game where they had come back from four one down, two red cards, a bunch of own goals. Chelsea two just red loves- cards and a penalty at the same time. Uh, crazy game, uh, but. I mean, we've got a ton to talk about this week uh, for the Premier League because I, I, I'm going to make the claim right here, right now. I think this is fixture-wise going into it, the best week or best weekend matchup-wise of the season so far. And I say that because there's like three or four like very distinct groups of games or categories of games you can look at this weekend as. You've got uh, a bunch of teams that are kind of down on their luck playing each other in Norwich and Watford on uh, Friday afternoon. Both teams really struggling, both in the relegation zone. Burnley and West Ham had good runs to start the season, but have kind of like fallen off recently. Uh, and then Southampton and Everton, uh, both those games are at 10 a.m. on Saturday. So uh, all these teams on terrible form are trying to get back on track and get to play each other for the right to do that. Meanwhile, there's some matchups between some like improving teams that have the, had the opposite effect of terrible starts and have turned it around where Newcastle and Bournemouth are playing at 10 a.m. on Saturday. 
uh, and Wolves and Aston Villa, which is like kind of a derby, like only because Birmingham aren't in the league, but Wolves and Villa are both in the Birmingham er- area. So that's a big derby at 9, 8, 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning. And both those teams have been improving of late. And then finally, you get this third match uh, set of matchups between these like three quote unquote top six teams that are like kind of underdogs against these three teams that would normally you'd think would be just happy for a draw in these games where Tottenham are hosting Sheffield, Leicester are hosting Arsenal and Manchester United are hosting Brighton. Brighton, obviously Leicester and Sheffield have been having great, uh, like a couple of weeks and we'll get, I'm sure we'll get into those a little bit more, but it's just, a, I haven't even talked about the Manchester city Liverpool game. That's like the big ass cherry on top of the ice cream sundae. And it's, it, it's a perfect weekend for me for premier league. That's a very big cherry. Yeah, you should have probably been Yeah, I mean, it's the last game of the weekend. And I'm just saying, like, even if you don't consider that the two top teams in England are playing this this weekend, we've still got, like, a ton of interesting things going on, like, up and down the table to, to take a look at. And, and I was looking at the odds. There's a there's a bunch of things that are are all over the place that I will be bringing up as we get through the games here. Now, uh, well, let's go right over to Chelsea on Crystal Palace, which is going to start off our weekend seven thirty in the morning on Saturday. Alex, this Crystal Palace team, we've talked about it. They go on the road very well. How nervous are you about having to take on the Eagles on Saturday morning, especially after that big Champions League game on Tuesday? Nervous isn't the right word. Like intrigued is probably more the right word. Like because I'm like I'm, I'm pretty optimistic, that- but we are missing some key players because Jorginho has that. You guys play all the same. Well, players we we can't do that game. this week. Like, how- Javier, uh, Jorginho suspended from too many yellow cards after last week, which I suspect he did on purpose so that he could be back for the City game next next week, I think. Um, and then uh, Mason Mount suffered like an ankle injury in the Champions League game. So it looks like we're going to have a midfield that you saw like to finish that Champions League game against Ajax with Pulisic at like, the more attacking midfielder spot. And he's been playing really well off of Tammy Abraham. Hudson Odoi on the left, William on the right, and then Kante coming back from injury, uh, and obviously Kovacic in midfield. Maybe Ross Barkley. I really hope we don't see Ross Barkley, and if we do, then I would absolutely hammer this uh, little teaser bet I've got. The Palace win and both to score is plus thirteen hundred. I'm just saying we've not been we've not been the best at home this season. It's it's been kind of a struggle. And we've gotten like tight wins against bad teams before, but Palace, I think, are a cut above like the Brightons and the Newcastles of the league. So I'm I'm not super confident. I, I would probably pick a, a score draw for this, and it's probably that's gonna be my bet of the week plus uh, five fifty score draw at the Bridge. That actually sounds like a that sounds like a really good right. Like bet you there. can absolutely see Palace doing that. Like, Zaha kills kills us all the time, and Palace they beat us at the Bridge. I think the last year we won the league under Conte. So they've been really good away at right. top six teams. Just they've beaten city. They've, they've given, uh, they were our local, last loss at home. Yeah. So Which, I mean, it was a while uh, ago. They're but... usually impressive. They've beaten Arsenal at home. They drew us. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good bet. Uh, good shout out. And I think there could be a little, little champions league hangover just because you guys did play the same lineup and you're going to have to play mostly the same players, obviously. we got Emerson coming in. I think Rudiger's also close to being back. Uh, And then, like I said, N'Golo Kante coming into midfield. So, I mean, that's not a bad player to rotate in. It's like a superstar coming back from injury. I think we'll be okay. As long as he's ready. As long as he's ready. Like our, like the worst thing that could happen is that you run Kante out there and then he can't. he plays 30 minutes and gets well, yeah. again. 
I don't like, know, I, I don't understand how Palace keeps scoring goals, but this Chelsea d- team isn't going to be the team that's going to stop. Yeah, them. yeah, they're so, going to score. They're going to sure score. This is going to be another like three two or a two two. You know, another one of these games for uh, for Chelsea. Would you flirt with the over in this one, Alex? Uh, what over? I haven't looked at the uh, specific oh. overs. Uh, the over three and a half is at plus one forty. No, I wouldn't do it. I, I would think like probably like a two one, maybe three one. So that three one would would break it. But I, I don't think Chelsea are going to win three one. Like maybe like yeah, I don't know. I w- I wouldn't bet, bet any of the overs or unders for this. I'd just bet the result. I got gotcha. you. Let's uh Tottenham take on Sheffield on Saturday. That's one of the ten o'clock games. Like Alex mentioned already, there's quite a few good ten o'clock games on Saturday. Uh, I think Burnley West Ham. I think I might might be taking Burnley outright um, against West Ham because West Ham have just been in horrendous form. Newcastle and Bournemouth is going to be good. Southampton Everton's going to be good. But w- do you think this that Tottenham, after getting a decent result in Champions League in the midweek, can do something against Sheffield on on Saturday? A Sheffield team that ran out three 0 winners last weekend. Yeah, I th- I think that there's definitely a possibility. Um, I mean they they did win four zero in their Champions League group and Lo Celso got his first goal um and Dembele looked good Son got a couple of goals and they got the red card reversed um the red card decision over the weekend so they listen to this podcast I don't know I think it it might be like a good sign for Tottenham but at the same time in the Premier League there's there's no there's been no sign of them of their woes like letting up in the in the league so while the Champions League has been a little bit of a respite for them I don't expect that uh, Sheffield are going to give any shits, and they're on really good form. So I, I kind of like a uh, my bet of the week is a Sheffield draw uh, at Tottenham plus three twenty. I think that that could uh, that could definitely happen, considering how um, how leaky Tottenham have been this year and how good Sheffield have been away from home. So. Yeah, they're unbeaten in their last four games in the league, which includes a draw at Watford, a win at home against Arsenal, a draw at West Ham. And then a three 0 win last week against Burnley. The last time they lost was to that like that Henderson uh, spill against Liverpool at home, and they were really in that game. So we haven't seen a bad, really, really bad performance from Sheffield for a while. Which like I would almost be tempted to take like a like a one nil win for them. I feel like they're they're just as good at like setting up defensively to frustrate a, a team like Tottenham, knowing that Tottenham is going to get. I was frazzled. thinking one one. That was yeah, what I maybe. was thinking could happen in this game, like a one-one. I, I just wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it past Sheffield to even win at this stage. Like, right? Don't you think? Worse yeah, teams than happen. them have, have gone to Tottenham and almost won. Pochettino would really be on the hot seat of something. Newcastle like that did it. Won at Tottenham. Watford let's, let's should forget that. Watford Newcastle. should have won at Tottenham. That's correct. That's very correct. Right now, if you take Sheffield money line, the just that's just them to win outright. That's a plus right. five hundred. I'm trying to talk you into that, Javier. <laughs> but okay, go with the draw. Just no, no, I went with be the definitive. Draw. Come on. I, went with the draw. I mean, I went for the draw too. I can't really talk. I'm just not going to pick Palace to beat Chelsea. I can't do it. But yeah, that Sheffield could definitely pull something crazy off here for sure. Let's go to the big game on Saturday. A huge clash: Leicester City hosting Arsenal, twelve thirty. Javier, we're what's... plus two fifty dogs to win this. That's like I already have money on Leicester. Disrespectful. I, 
I already have money at Leicester at plus one hundred right now. That's I saw not, it. I saw it on bet. FanDuel. That's I saw it on bet. FanDuel. You're gonna lose, bet. You're gonna lose why? your money, Andrew. Why? Why am I gonna lose my money, Javier? Because like, explain it's to be me a draw. why. Why? Like, what makes you think this Arsenal team, which is like, ha- has we a have weak zero sauce? injuries? We have no injuries. We didn't play that many of our first team, if if not any, in the midweek. Everyone got rested, so I don't know. I'm, Socrates. Uh, you know who else got Socrates rested? Socrates played. You know who else got rested? Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe Holding will play instead. You, or... you know who else got rested? The entire Leicester team. And also, isn't Arsenal's road form just hot garbage? Yeah, it's but, not been great in uh, Javier, I, I think you just but, have to be like know, praying it, at this point. There are zero signs. Yeah, I'm There are zero signs like, I hope pointing we, towards we Arsenal getting a result. I mean, we have like... It's true, but like we have Aubameyang, we have Lacazette. I mean, anything can happen. Anything and they have, when you and have they have players. Jamie Vardy, James Madison. Uh, yeah, but those players are all like weak shits. <laughs> they can get bullied by David Luiz and Papa. Oh, man, dude, that's that's really being optimistic. Bayonine and Tierney coming back, they they could be enough speed to, to deal with them. Hey I'm man, just, you know, I'm I have a real question here. here. I have a Obviously, real question. Obviously, this is you know like a serious question. Not that likely. Serious question. What the hell are you smoking and can you send me some of it? Because I don't not you know. You don't need any. You're already fucking winning every game, top of the league, six Wait, points. Wait, Javier, can I, just, I mean, can I just bring it back to Arsenal for a second? Uh, like, what based off form, like, what area uh, or, like, what matchup do you think that you guys are, like, performing better than Leicester in right now? Because it's not midfield. It's not out wide. Uh... Maybe it's like the forward players. I mean, not like really. Aubameyang, Aubameyang's been having a better season than Vardy, like objectively, but like he's kind of teetered off, like repeated off the last couple of weeks because his service has dried up. Mm. Um, obviously, he scored against Wolves, but it's uh, I don't know. There's not too many areas where I'm thinking Arsenal are better than Leicester. The only thing is, is that we have had good form in the past against Leicester. They did have one good result against us last year, but other than that. You've usually played very well against them. So. You mean you mean you had good form? They they had good form against you when Brendan Rodgers started coaching the team and they beat you three nothing. Yeah, they didn't at just home. beat you. They is that, destroyed is that, Arsenal that day. It was yeah. Is that what yeah, we're let's referencing? See how when I does the second time around. This is go number two. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't have right, hope. Exactly. I don't have so, hope. Okay. Think, how about this? I'm not. Just, I'm not asking if he should know. be fired. At some point, we we'll start getting some results. Really? I okay. Feel like. You you do have an easy run when you come back. You have like home Southampton and uh, I don't know someone else. I think away Norwich after that. So like, there's something some games you can maybe get points out of. But I, I mean, if it's like a resounding like three or four nil again this this time. I'm not saying should Emery be sacked because I know you think he should, but will. Arsenal sack him going into the international break. Allegri's lurking, if and Bayern are going to hire. There would be a lot of pressure to sack him because, like, where are we even going if we're losing three nil or something to Leicester at this point in the season? So, I think at that point you just need to take very drastic measures and and try and bring in Allegri or Mourinho. I don't I don't care. Just change it up at that point because. No, but um, we've seen it work for other teams, and it doesn't seem like the players are listening or improving under him. So we're gonna have to see something big here for 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 you know for us to like change anything to to, to think that. But I know you I know you think they should you know, do that. But do you think they will do that? Like in reality, completely independent of whether you think they should or not. 
Because I don't, I don't know if they do. I think there's already been like grumblings. I think because I think what happened with Xhaka and just everything that's been going on at the club under Emery this season, I think it's definitely led people to believe like, okay, this guy's not going to go past this year. And I think Emery might know that. So maybe Emery's just taking and it's just a piss like, too. Like, all the other players know it. That's a bad... That's yeah, everybody bad... knows that he's probably not not, not going to go after this year. Like, when nobody wants him there. He's lost the squad, and they're probably just, you know, I'm sh- we have a good, usually tight-lipped back back room and inner, you know, inner circle, but... And they should fire I'm him. I'm sure there's a lot of inner turmoil there that we don't know about. They absolutely and should fire him. Yeah, I mean, I just I want Unai out, so. Danny Ceballos also picked up an injury in that midweek game, by the way. Oh, that's okay. We don't. I mean, no no one with, other than Glenn Doozy has been playing well enough to say, like, oh, damn, I can't believe it. That sucks they're out. That's fair. That's very fair. Alex, what are you taking in this game? Lester? Yeah, probably a 3-1. 3-1 Lester, I would say. Yeah, I'm taking them. I'm hammering the money line. I might take the over. I haven't decided yet, but I'm definitely. I they're at plus 100 right now. Which if you can still get them at plus 100, just call call whoever you can because it's free money. They're giving it away. Like like I said last Maybe week on the pod. Maybe two one Lester. I'm not gonna say three. They just one piped Lester. you and they're better. They're better than they were last season. Two one, two one Dude, Lester. You we just watched them just shred the team that came back from two nil down against you. That you like barely did anything against other than a couple set pieces. Yeah. Remember, Javier? Remember that Vardy goal where they just sliced through Crystal Palace's defense? Dude, that, like, we didn't talk about that goal at the time, but that was, like, go watch Pal- uh, Leicester's second goal in that Palace game. It's a great move that Arsenal aren't touching right now. Yeah, I'm taking Leicester. I might take the over because the over three and a half goals is at plus 140, which, again, I mean, if you think it could be 3 1, that's just easy money. Let's move over. We'll get to Sunday where we've got. Look, Manchester United Brighton's a tough one to call. I was thinking about just taking Brighton straight up. Like I really, I really thought about it. United obviously still have yet to play in the Europa League. They're gonna rotate the squad, but like Brighton have done okay. The only thing Brighton really haven't done, Brighton have done well against Manchester United since they've come up, but it's always been at the Amex. It's never been at Old Trafford. Could this be the time where they go to Old Trafford and like really take off a couple? Points? I really think it could be, because. They they've won three of their last four games. Uh, I mean, those three have been at home. To be fair, against Tottenham, Everton, and uh, Norwich, but the one loss was at Villa and was like right at the last minute. So uh, I mean, they're playing well for Brighton standards, and they're starting to settle into Graham Potter's more like expansive tactics a bit more. Um, probably the draw is like the 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 best you could probably hope for. It's a Brighton fan, but you never know. You, with Manchester United, you, you don't know which which team is going to show up. Um, it could be that team that won at Norwich. I think Manchester United are playing well but they can be Brighton. right now. I, I don't know, man. Watching yeah. Brighton recently, they look like they're starting to put it together a bit more. No, Brighton have been good, but Rashford's been really good. Martial's <sighs> back. I mean, I know they don't have Pogba. That, that midfield, it's really going to be how, how Brighton can, can do in the midfield. And what Manchester United do on the day and what they can create because I'm sure there's going to be goals on both ends because their strikers are playing well uh, for both teams. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think United have been slowly improving under Solskjaer and I don't think it's the same type of feel where like everyone knows Solskjaer's out at the end of the season. I, 
I kind of think that United are going to stick with him for at least another summer. And he just said that they're not going to buy in January. Yeah, not in January. Wow. But I, I mean, maybe they do. Yeesh. I don't know. We'll see. I think they need to. They absolutely need to. Uh, I'm yeah, at I was just about right to say, now. Andrew, I pulled the same thing up. <laughs> Are you looking at what I'm looking at? What? The double chance Brighton and the draw at plus 135? Uh, no, I was looking at uh, Brighton results and both to score plus 1,200. Uh, I mean, wow, okay. it's it's aggressive, but you know, the... Like a 2-1 yeah, like what win. Palace did. Wow, that would be really Yeah, aggressive. I mean, it's aggressive, yeah. but I mean, if... It's about the same, a little bit less. Alex, you just put like $10 down on that, and then you might be able put to Put $10 like, down on that and Palace to win at Chelsea, and then if, che- if Chelsea do lose, I'm just like, good. ah, at least I'm richer. Yeah, right. you'd, you'd walk away with a nice chunk of change. But yeah, Brighton and the draw at plus 135, so that's a double chance, which means you win if Brighton wins, and you win if it's a draw at plus 135. So that's a $10 bet. You walk away with 2350 right, well, Yeah, unless Martial and Rashford yes. decide to show up. <laughs> Yes, and that's that's the big one, which I would wait to I would wait to make a decision on that until you see what happens in Europa League. I know they're expected to rotate heavily, but I would still wait until we see what happens tomorrow because you never know what's going to happen in Champions League, like what happened in today's Champions League game for Manchester City, which led to Aderson getting Aderson coming off injured and Claudio Bravo getting sent off with a red card and Kyle Walker ending up in goal for Manchester City. Obviously, he won't be in net for the champions on Sunday, but there's a real chance that Ederson might not be able to go at Anfield, which is a huge one. And the big one for me in this game is what is Klopp going to do with this midfield? Because he very well could do Henderson, Wijnaldum, Fabinho, drop Trent for Joe Gomez, and run a back four of Joe Gomez, Lovren, Van Dyke, Robertson, and really just kind of shut the game down. Or he could go for it and put Ox in, who scored again in the midweek, and keep Trent, let him retain his place and have to deal with uh with Alexand- with uh with Raheem Sterling and 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 full on go for it. And we Salah played in a little bit of the Champions League game, but not the whole thing. Um so I, I'm 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 anticipating the regular front three. No idea what's happening with the midfield, but I really want Klopp to kind of leave this one on the table. We haven't beaten City in far too long, and this is a huge opportunity for us. Like I just don't want us to be exposed. But it, that city defense is exposable because it's still probably going to be Fernandinho in that back. Line. Listen to yourself. It's November. You're at home and you have what a six point lead in the league. You finish yep. them now. You bring the hammer down and you destroy their season. Like you're like. Yeah, if you guys win you, this, it's just like it, it puts a right. They like they like, that the could n- knock them out for the rest of the season, and they just go, oh, okay. I guess we're focusing on Champions League now. You could really just end it here. I can't believe you don't see this. Like the, the strategy you're describing is the one that you go I, to the Etihad with. I think with, you guys are going to win this. Like, I think you guys want to want to just go all out here. And, and well, and- we rotated heavily in the Champions League. They didn't start anybody. They benched Fabinho last weekend for this clash. Like, and there's been a lot of talk between Pep calling out Mane for diving last week and and Klopp's response. There's been a lot of Liverpool chatter. And I like part of me just wants to take Liverpool outright because you get them at plus 160 right now. The other part of me wants to take the draw because it's at plus 260, which I feel like that could very easily hit. Like that, that sounds pretty good. I like that draw plus 260, but I kind of, I mean, Liverpool have just, been I don't think you want to bet on this game. And this just feels like 
I don't I think either. you want to stay away from this one and just like see how it unfolds. I think after that nil-nil where Mares missed the penalty last year, I think it was around the same time in the season too. Um, it was. I think after that one, like you kind of get the feeling that at this point of a season, both these teams know there's like too much, or maybe maybe that supports your idea of being defensive. But both teams kind of know that there's too much risk to like exposing yourself at the back to like another really good team. So it could just be a dud. Who knows? Uh, that that second game, obviously, City had to be the aggressors. They were trying to win. They were at home. They needed to make up the the eight point gap or whatever it was at the time last season. So that made for like a better game. There's better circumstances. But if you guys go like defensive, like you're suggesting, I, I just think that's a big smack in the face to Trent Alexander Arnold. Like I feel like he's earned like to be in the team every week, regardless of who the opponent is at this point. This isn't Barcelona away in the Champions League semifinal last season, where you guys did start Gomez and like you probably should have started Trent in that game. No, like right, Trent's he should starting, be starting. He's one of your like, best creative players. Yeah. And you have, like we said, you have to go and you have to end it here. And him and Robertson is probably the biggest like advantage you guys have on the field, because everywhere else they've got probably a bit more talent than you guys. You go put that nine point gap fear in them, dude. Like that's, I mean, that's what I want more than anything. I just, I, I mean, look, I've watched Klopp manage enough of these big games. Now in the in the two one game that they lost, which honestly, like, let's not forget the the John Stones clearance in that game because that was huge. The ball that literally almost got over the line, um, which would have obviously like. What could have been two two? Um, Trent did start in that game, but I believe Gomez was injured anyways. So uh, this this will be Fabinho's going to start, and this is going to be the first time that he starts against Manchester City. Really, is game. Ederson going to play in this game? Yeah, he didn't start in either of the games last year. We used the Milner, Henderson, Wijnaldum, um midfields in like both of those. Wow, games. I mean, okay, that's a big that's a big difference between last time you guys played them. I mean, he played in the Community Shield, but it was still the Community Shield. Like, I, I'm not going to count that. Like, um, but yeah, the Ederson potential absence is the is the big like it's the big knock. And if he's not there, then you guys are going to win. Like, I don't. I no can't love see for Bravo? Bravo or whoever the fuck. Wow. No, not against Liverpool. They should. They should have kept the turf. They should have kept Zach Steffen around. Liverpool are going to blitz the fuck out of them. I mean. Mane is in killer form. Salah, I mean, you know he's just bursting at the seam to get some goals again, and he hasn't been getting on this score sheet that much lately, but you can't keep that guy quiet, so. I'd love to see Ox get the start. I'd love to see an Oxlade-Chamberlain, Wijnaldum, and Fabinho like, like midfield with, with the regular front three and just Klopp just going to press the living hell out of this team and and go for it and have all the all the crosses from... Trent and Richardson, or Trent and Robertson, but I, I like, yeah, I wouldn't bet on. I'm not going to bet on this game because it's just too like there's too much for me to handle like emotionally. But I would wait until the lineup drops on Sunday morning, and if Ederson's out, I would probably take Liverpool to win. And so, like, I'd you have the hour. And, um. Well, that's well, that's what I'll well, say. I was gonna say, but from, I think I'm thinking from two city one. side two one is yeah. I think three two. Okay, Javier, is that your official bet? You're gonna go final three two. Yeah, I was thinking two one, but then I'm like, it could be a kind of crazy game. Like, City aren't gonna go down. Like, and Liverpool's defense haven't hasn't it's, been yeah, as it's good not been very good at all. Year, like, not even close. Uh, so, 
And City's still been good offensively, so I feel like, yeah, I definitely think City could get a couple of goals, but I think uh, I think it might be... So a, what I was thinking was Aguero, I'm pretty sure he's never scored at Anfield, which seems like a crazy uh, record. I, I mean, it, I remember the commentators saying it last year at the game at Anfield. He's never scored a Premier League goal at Anfield, maybe. Sterling hasn't scored So, either, yeah, there's like... It, yeah, there's a couple of... Uh, droughts like high profile oh, droughts does. going on there's obviously plenty of talent like elsewhere in the squad to do something on city side but uh yeah bravo starting in goal i i don't see them winning it but i mean if they can get a draw at anfield they're still six points off you guys or whatever and there's still plenty of the season left so for city honestly i i know that you can't ever make the argument that this is definitely their mentality because they want to win every game but it's anfield barcelona lost four nil last there last year there so just you know don't lose and get out with your season intact that's a very fair point and i mean again the the fernandinho fernandinho back line and bravo in the back line in the in in between the pipes would make me so happy as a liverpool fan like that like that that's a huge asset potentially for us so we'll see how that one goes um okay official bets of the week from all three of us i'm taking lester over arsenal money line at plus 100 Alex is taking Chelsea and Crystal Palace with a score drop plus 550. And uh, he's maybe saying the same thing, but Palace to win in both the score. That's at plus 1300. Javier is taking the Sheffield draw at Tottenham at plus 320. Um, couple of the things, couple other that I'm mulling over right now. Burnley money line at plus 125. Wolves result in both the score at plus 280. I think that game has 2-1 written all over it for Wolves. So I'm kind of flirting with that. I'm also flirting with the Sheffield straight up money line, which I think is plus 500 right now. Um, and then our, then the, the NBC Sports Predictor picks of the week we've got from Javier. He's got Tottenham, Sheffield at 1-1, Leicester City, Arsenal, which 2-1 to Leicester, Man United, Brighton 2-1 to Manchester United, Wolves, Aston Villa at 1-1, and Liverpool over Manchester City at 3-2. Uh, appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. As always, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Andrew Passaro, at ASMOS92, at JavierRev9, and at Go School Pod. And until next week... 